Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back. My name's Dan Kathman. Thanks so much for joining me. <laughs> I've got some news here. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I used to do stand-up comedy. I did stand-up comedy from the time I was 18 until I was about 22, 23. Um, it's been years since I've done it. I stopped for a while during that period because for starters, when I started, I was too young. I was doing like dive bars, all this stuff. And then I wanted to go to the comedy clubs. I did I already performed at the Performing Arts Center, Black Box, you know, a hundred, couple hundred people were there. Killed it on a 10 minute set, closed the show. I'm 16 years old, right? And everything that I see is funny, right? So just imagine you're running with your friend, right? And there's, he's talking to you, and all of a sudden, just the way that his face hit the sun. And he's just reading the blood spray. Oh. He's like, he's like, no, 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 where we are. So I start. I worked on that set for like six weeks and you know ten weeks and then and then I performed it for that and then I wanted to go to open mics. I want to go to comedy clubs. I want to start doing it professionally. That's what I want to do. And I even talked to the the manager at the improv, you know, and I was like, listen, this is what I want to do. How do I do it? Like I was ready to go. Wanted to be a comedian. I was like, let's do this. Fuck school. You know, this is what I want to do. I, I did acting and stuff. I was coming fresh off of doing like 20 productions, uh, many of them as a lead actor in theater. And I was, you know, the wheels were greased. Now, I wasn't necessarily the best starting out, but I wasn't terrible because uh, I was seasoned stage performer. So at least I had that. But then I was working up my material. Um, and mainly at that point, you know, it was a story with jokes interlaced. If you don't know, I think there's basically two types of stand-up. There's I mean several types. Of, there's several, but generally there's the story with jokes interlaced in it. And then there's these jokes that are somehow, you know, connected together, the connecting dots that make it seem like a sequential uh, piece. And uh, I was doing a story basically. So I was working that up. And uh, anyway, I bombed. I'd never had an issue with bombing. I bombed in Tallahassee. I went to compete. So I went to compete in Tallahassee. Uh, and, you know, my school against FSU. And I never bombed harder in my life at that point. Uh, what happened was I worked up material for this new bit. I worked up a new bit, new five minutes. And I was really going. I did it at the Flanty. I did it a couple of places, and I was really working it up. The car door. Her door's ajar. She's sitting here, like you know. She's in the car. And then the other team was killing us. They were, they were, and I was closing. So I was, I was like, man, they're killing us. I really got to bring it home. 
So I thought five minutes before, let me go back to this old bit that I did when I was 18, you know, 19 that killed, but I hadn't touched in like three years. You know, it's been a long time since I touched this. Let me just do that. And I went up there, totally forgot everything, forgot the story, forgot the punchlines, forgot everything, just huge sweats, horrible. Um, then I decided, hey, you know, what's a good time to debut the first time you ever do a comedy song is right now in this competition in front of all these people. This is a great idea. Let's do this, right? horrible idea not even a great singer but i had a funny song i thought not great um i was so frazzled i took off my jacket and got my guitar and the girl in the front row was like what happened to the rest of the story and i was like uh that was going nowhere so i just i just stopped and i didn't realize i saw the mic in my hand and i was like said it to the whole audience biggest laugh of the night i hardly got any laughs that was the biggest one and uh Turn off your phones. Spam. Um, and it was a terrible experience for me because, mainly because, I hadn't experienced defeat like that on stage. I hadn't experienced a real bombing. I experienced no one being there. I experienced the first time I did stand-up, uh, I was 18 and I was at this bar and it was a rug not a stage, just a rug in a bar that was like a Tuesday night. The bar was empty. There was not a soul in the bar except one guy, one guy at the bar who had his back turned to me, didn't turn around the whole time. Didn't even, not a chuckle, not a laugh. I was just doing it for nobody. Kind of like right now. I'm doing it for nobody. And somehow I'm used to it. And my, my parents came. Uh, so that was nice of them, but they were the only ones. Uh, <laughs> so I bombed horribly in Tallahassee. I didn't get back up on stage for nine months, nine months, nearly a year. The, how long it takes to birth a child. That's how long it took me to get back up on stage. Cause my, you know, unfortunately at the time, my ego couldn't handle it. My, you know my cell i say ego because that's like the i guess the the really the correct term but you're just not ready to experience that kind of failure <laughs> you know and, and to you at the time if you've never experienced that then it feels like complete catastrophic life-ending failure um especially because it was a big kind of event and i was the basically the leader of our team and I had a friend at FSU who brought her entire sorority there to watch me. It was not great. The party after was awkward. Um, I was sad and I didn't want to do it anymore. I was really. <laughs> and so I did do it a couple times after that, but I never really got into the circuit. I, I you know, I, I was in college and then I was out and then I was starting a business and I had the whole spiral down and I stopped doing it. But it was such a part of me. Like, I remember the first time that I did it, it didn't, you know, it'd been a long time. And, and then, uh, so so in that time, I got so scared to even get back up on stage. Uh, it became now a fear. It was a fear. One thing that I love so much, I mean, it's now a fear. And I, um, it was so, um, I just didn't really feel like myself. And then, of course, you know, life happens, stuff happens. I'm not going to really get into it, but... I didn't like myself that much at this uh, particular time. I didn't, I wasn't a fan of me. And despite the whole thing that everyone thinks that you got to be depressed and you got to have real issues to do stand up comedy, I cannot do that 
whenever I'm feeling that way. I can't I can't go out and entertain and make people laugh and write jokes when I feel like shit. When I don't like myself, you know, this self-deprecation I can do only when I feel good. When I feel bad, don't I don't even I, I can't do it. So I think that whole th thinking is kind of sideways because there are a lot of people who are depressed or aren't funny too. So it's just like, it, for me, it's just, I, I don't adopt that um, ideology at all. And for me personally, I can't do it. I can't. If I'm down, no. Because for me, going out to the stage, I, I, it's like Friday night. You know, it's like just like the best, you know, getting that laugh, but also just writing the stuff was so great to me and I forgot what that was like. And, um, you know, so for a long time, I didn't really feel like myself, I think until recently. So for, it has been a long time, years, nearly a decade, a long time since I've done stand-up comedy until two nights ago. I got back up on stage for the very first time in nearly a decade to do stand-up comedy. And I bombed like a motherfucker. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst I've ever done on stage, I think, in my life. I've never... I, it was just... Oh my gosh. It was the... Just sweat. Just the whole back sweat. I had to wipe my ass before I went on stage. Like it, it, I, I didn't poop. I just had to, I had to do it because there was like, there's a lot of water down there. I got to get rid of this. I can't walk. I was nervous. I was so nervous. I had all obviously, obviously new material. I mean, I couldn't do the material I did when I was 18 or, you know, you know, 20. So like, it was a just different experience. In my life. So I'm like, I'm, I'm writing new stuff. Hadn't really got it fully memorized yet, but I hadn't planned on that rush that you get when you get on stage added with nerves and you're not really, you're not greased up, right? You're not ready to go. You're not stage ready. I was so out of my mind with nerves. I couldn't even think or see straight. It was just this. It was just, it was just the, the, You know, I'm just looking at my phone and, and trying to find my place because I'm, I'm reading the jokes. I and, and it's not even jokes. That's the problem. It wasn't like one line or a couple of liner hits. It was like a a bit. It was like a five minute, you know, one needed another. You know, it's a it, we're going from this point to this point, to this point, doing a call back, this point, call back, this point, call back. You know, it's a whole thing. I had a whole, I had a whole five minutes. But I, I, I do the opening it's a little rough because I'm not really making eye contact. You know, I'm not really confident. And part of the bit requires confidence. And, uh, you know, be, and I didn't even do it. I skipped the whole part of the whole, the main part of the thing. I did the, the, the setup. The main part, I went right to the end. And then towards the, and then, and I didn't even get to the punchline. I didn't even get to the thing. I just stopped and just the, uh, <laughs> And then I did some other jokes that I found. I finally, you know, I wrote some jokes, but the jokes that I had just written were not really in my character, but they were really kind of cocky. I was trying to lean into what I, you know, what people assume of me. And I thought this would be funny, you know, because a lot of times you can go up and you can go down. You can, you can, you can self-deprecate or you can self-elevate. 
you know, and, and either one's funny, depending on the performer and how you do it and shit like that. Didn't go well. Didn't That didn't go well at all. Uh, that was, mis- you know, and I literally just like, I got the light. I'm like, oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> and I like, I, sorry, guys. I just, it's been a long time since I've been on stage and I just want to get up here and bye. I did the like Napoleon Dynamite, like just like put it back and like I'm getting out of here and run, run out of there. Left my cup up there. The next comedian was like, hey, someone left their cup. I'm like, that's that's me. I'm I'm trying to get. I'm, I didn't even stay. I got outside. Nobody clapped. Okay, if you want to know how badly someone does, at least sometimes they get like a, you know, okay. Not one clap. There wasn't a clap to listen. You could. Hear an ant fart. There was nothing. It was the worst. I was just, it was not good. It was not good. I literally, I got my car. I'm just taking, I, I said so many cuss words. Yeah. I, okay. Let me be honest. I yelled so many cuss words in my car that if it was on a reality TV show, you would think it was scripted you would think this is this isn't really realistic you know you guys are pushing it this this would never really happen um yeah a lot a lot it just and i did not then i just uh you know i cried a little in the shower it was (laughs) it was not great but i knew from experience that i could not let this go i couldn't let it go past this moment I had to get up again. Now I wrote a, a funny, you know, a couple Instagram stories. You guys never watch my Instagram stories. A lot of times I'll write, you know, a lot of my bits, a lot of my jokes, I'll write them, I'll just put them on my stories. And, and uh, so if you're ever interested in reading stories, I know it's not like super common, but check out mine because they're mostly jokes. And a lot of times they're stories, you don't really realize it, um, that they're jokes. But uh, most of the time, almost anything I put out online is some sort of entertainment. I'm, you know, most of the time that's what it is. Uh, so I knew that I had to, I had to, I had to get back up the next night. And so the next night, 24 hours, I literally get up, by the way, I get up and I go to set, I go to set and cause I'm, I, I work on a couple of TV shows. Uh, I'm production photographer and social media guy for a couple of TV shows. And two of the cameramen, they, 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 they follow me online and they, they told everybody that I fucking bombed. So I'm getting shit all day and it's honestly great. It I, and I got more attention from the entire crew and cast and crew than I ever have. Right? They're asking me they're fascinated and they're they're thinking that I'm handling this with grace. And they said, you know, they they said that I'm handling it with grace that I'm actually, you know, even telling you. I you know, the one of the directors said I have more respect for you that you even said it, that you even told us that you feel. You could have said you did great. But you said, you said like how badly it actually went for you. And I respect that. And they were just fascinated at the story itself. They said, this is a bit. Like I wrote a bit literally right afterwards. I, I put it on Facebook and my Instagram stories. And, uh, and I was writing a bit about what just happened. And it's just instinctive. It's just how I deal with things, you know. And uh, people were saying, this is a this is material right here. This is it. This, you have it. This is new. <laughs> this is funny. Like I was, I did the ant fart in there. I did like, I, I said like, just like, just, you know, I had the beats. 
a great book actually just side note uh jerry seinfeld's book that, that i didn't really read it i mean i only read the part with the pictures there's no pictures no um but his book of jokes of his whole life is a great book you know is this anything it's a great book um but one thing that it did teach me is how that he structures his jokes which i never done before and it's basically you know it's 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 you write in stanzas which is very interesting because it, it you break up so stanzas are like looks like a poem you know or like a song and you don't say the whole sentence you you cut you go to the next you hit return you go to the next line when you want that pause even it's the next line you know even though you're in the middle of sentence or you want one word which next line is what i'm talking about you know you just kind of you, you do it like that and it really helped me a lot fantastic thing that's how you're supposed to write because that will help you remember your pacing whenever you're going back over your jokes so fantastic anyway side note so that's how i wrote a lot of the posts and it and it was a pretty long post got so much attention apparently a lot of people even like the fact i get so much it, it's just even though i bombed i got so much you know attention not attention attention is the wrong word because i wasn't really looking for attention i don't really give a shit about attention too much in fact i'm can be pretty shy and reserved at times people are surprised by that but i don't it's not about the attention um it's about the reinforcement you know like everyone's like on my side all of a sudden i got like these people like they want to like you know support me in what i in my dream right which is powerful you know even people that you work with and people that you you know barely know and and, and family and and everyone's on board all of a sudden i'm like you know you know i, I bombed I, I did horrible like i didn't do well so i knew i had to go the next night and i went i literally so I, i'm on i got six hours sleep set all day come back and i'm like beat up man i'm beat up because i did it the night before because i went the night before or, or sometime i forget um and they i couldn't even get on stage because it was all filled up so i did i did that that night and then the next time i'm like i'm going i've got to do it came back took a quick nap power nap ate some food drove down town got there and guess what i fucking killed it i killed it i had them rolling on the streets i was on the sidewalk listen the place was closed <laughs> The comedy club was closed. I didn't know that. Apparently, unfortunately, someone, one of the owners passed away. And there's a sign on the door that said, sorry, no mic tonight. See you next week. And when I said that, people rolling, I meant my mom. I called my mom and I was, she was on the phone. And I said, let me just do this set for you. And, and I did it and because she hadn't heard it. And uh, it killed. I didn't even read my reading in my notes. I just went for it, went for it. And I was walking around. People probably saw me downtown. Like, who's this guy talking? What is this guy doing? I'm like, look like one of the crazy people. And then I said, you know, like, I didn't do that. But, you know, it's just like, it felt good. It felt really good. And I was really happy with it. And the fact that I went, that's what my mom said. And that's what I, you know, I, I now know too. It's like, the fact that I went, I did what you could. You can't, you can't help that the gym's closed. You went to the gym with the intention of working out. You know, I went. I was going to sign up and I was going to do it again. The same thing, but actually get through it. I was going to do it again. And that made me realize I am ready. I got the right mentality. You know, and a lot of, some of my friends and stuff were telling me that. They were like, the respect that I have for you just to get back up there, it's unbelievable. It's not even respect. It's like, it's like they're in awe. 
They're like, you just committed social suicide and you're going, you want to go do it again. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to do it again. I want to do better. But um, I want to get one good laugh, you know. And I realized, you know, something I'll end on this. I don't got much time left. But I realized that I was, it felt like a Friday. Tuesday night, I was going out. I had work next day, but it felt like a Friday, you know. Wednesday night, I was beat up. I was tired. I was done. I went anyway. But driving, I started, it felt like a Friday. And that is a, you know, I don't know if you guys are into religion and stuff, but uh, Joel Osteen has a great book called uh, Every Day of Friday. And basically, if you want to think about it as an inspiration, is if you do what you do and you feel like you treat every day like it's a Friday, then you're going to be living a good life. You know, like people feel like it help. how normal people <laughs> feel. I know everyone's like, oh, you know, love every day. But treat it, if, it, if you feel like every day is a Friday, then all of a sudden your life is like completely different. I felt like I've had, I felt beat up. I feel like I've had like three weekends. And tonight, guess what? Tonight, I'm going to see Kevin Hart live for the very first time ever. He's coming to Tampa. I'm going by myself. I don't really care. I bought tickets. Literally, floor seats are $1,000, okay? <laughs> it's Kevin Hart. It's big. I'm in the nosebleeds. I'm way in the back by myself. $170 for that thing. So I'm going tonight, uh, actually in a couple hours. I'm pumped. I'm excited. So I'm um, getting really big back into comedy and I'm going to go Friday night to do open mic again. And I just love it. This is a, you know, a career that I, I, I think this is a big, going to be a big part of my life and my career. This is uh, I, I just, I like everything about it. Just be able to even tell a joke. And I know a lot of people don't really understand comedy that much because they're treating it like people are out there giving their real opinions and shit. It's not really. It's so much more. I don't really get into it right now. But I mean, it's it's so much, and it's just so cool. And I just uh, I thank you for all my the people who follow me, who were giving me so much support, and all my friends who were giving me so much support, and all my family who's giving me so much support and love, and and being there for me. Especially, I didn't you know really take it to heart that much this time. So I'm I'm down for the cause. I'm excited, and I'm excited for where my future is going. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for being here for me. Thank you for watching. I'm going to start doing more of these desk talks uh, regularly as well. So hopefully you enjoy it. My name is Dan Kathman. Follow me wherever you're at right now. And I'll see you guys on the next one.